She loves Chanel CC, designer belt GG, house full of models GG. How many bottles plenty? How many hating many? Run it up, 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 run up a check. Chilling with hoes, I'm smashing the friend and I'm smashing the next. She said she love it, I do it the best. Hey, you guys, welcome back to another episode of A Little Kiss and Tell. This is your girl, Moneybags, and I have my co-host here with me today. Hey, y'all, it's your girl, Ashley Nicole. And we have this lovely couple in the building today. I'm going to let you guys introduce yourselves. Feel free to plug any business that you have going on, as well as your social media handles, if you'd like to share those. <laughs> Go ahead, honey. Okay, well, um, I am Marvin Seeks Jr., um, since we're plugging things, um, uh, I am a photographer. Um, I photograph pretty much uh, everything under the sun. Um, my uh, Instagram, or well, my website is seasthemoment.com. That is S-E-A-S-E, the moment.com. Um, Instagram is also uh, at seasthemoment or at STM photos, uh, STM underscore photos, I'm sorry. And um, yeah, this is my wife and she shall introduce herself. Yep, I'm uh, JC, married to Marvin. Um, I don't have any business pages or anything to plug at this time. It's all on my. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. You are the happy assistant because the business can't go if he's not assistant. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Teamwork. Okay. So for today's sex position of the day, we have the glowing triangle. It says, when you thought, it's the time for a missionary think again. The glowing triangle is a spin on the popular sex position. The woman, however, raises her pelvis while holding onto the man's shoulders. So it's like missionary, but it's like she's lifting her pelvis off of the bed. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was like, wait, what? That sounds so weird, but... <laughs> I know it seems like she's gonna get a Charlie horse in her calf muscle. No, you know how when you working out and you working on glutes and you be like mm -hmm. laid down. That's what it looked like. It looked like you working on glutes. Oh yeah, glutes. yeah. When you do that raise. Yep, that's yeah. exactly what it looked like. Well, normally you can insert pillows underneath the woman's pelvis, yeah. right? That's uh -huh. smart. That's smart. So the next one. Yeah. Yes. Okay, I like that. Yeah, I'm gonna need the pillow because I almost caught it uh cramp the other day, chair. <laughs> I said, oh, I'm getting old. <laughs> now y'all know we old. Uh, we, you know, we're not old, Ashley. We are, we are women of certain ages. We are oh. not old. He hate when I say, I say, I ain't old. I am a woman of a certain age. I love it. I'm going to start saying that. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, up my uh, banana intake, maybe. Though, <laughs> I need some potassium or something. That was crazy. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so we like to start off with um, icebreaker game just to loosen everybody up. And I hope Ashley and Nicole gave y'all the heads up and I'm not throwing y'all for a little. I didn't give them the heads up on the game, just like the topic. I didn't give them the heads up on the game because I wanted their, I wanted their, um, their honest reaction. Honest reaction, yeah. Okay. Hey, I'm going for it, I'm for it. Yeah. I'm like, we get a little raunchy on this podcast. I'm like, I don't know if she I told family okay. reaction to the family. <laughs> Okay. We got no kids around. It's all good. Okay, good. Okay, so let's see. The first one says, uh, "Have you ever slept with someone in a relationship?" So in a relationship? Yeah. Well, 
yes, technically he was in a relationship when we got together. Oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't even know that. Wait, so he was, he had a girlfriend and he was trying to pursue you or how did it happen? It, I, you know how, you know, I always say, I always say like this, you remember back in the day when Facebook was, you know, first, you know, kind of coming out and you had to, you had to give your status and it was like, yes. you're in a relationship, you're single, you're married or whatever. And then one was like, it's complicated. Yeah, that's, that's what mine was. So okay, was this weird space type of thing. So she convinced me that you know uh, she looked better under my arm than anybody else. <laughs> you better yeah. go after what you want. Yeah, yeah, I had to. I had to. I love, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh my god! What was she to say? Put it on and make it want to marry me. Oh, <laughs> Exactly. Oh my God, that's so funny. Okay, what about you, Esther Nicole? Yeah, I have. Same, me too. Me too. Um, it is what it is. I know. It it like <laughs> okay, so let's see. The next one says, What was the dirtiest thing you've ever done in a public place? The dirtiest thing. The dirtiest <laughs> thing you've done in a public place. Dirtiest thing? Yeah, I don't think I did nothing dirty like that in public. I wouldn't say nothing. Can can you can we give examples? Maybe that maybe that'll help yeah. out. Yeah, you but tell us like, what's the dirtiest thing you did. Mm -hmm. Me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I would say giving oral and a, a taxi Uber thing. You did uh, that? Or how was that? He was surprised. He was like, oh shit, okay. Was the man, was the driver looking? <laughs> no, the driver was like tuned out. They had the headphones on, talking to somebody on the um, phone and stuff. And then they had the little divider thing up because it was still the COVID stuff going on. So, yeah. Oh, so yeah. this is recent. Okay. <laughs> giving, that, giving up that COVID head. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> you got the real count. <laughs> you stupid. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot <laughs> wait. Okay, so y'all feel it. Um, I haven't really done anything like wild in public. Um, the only thing that I can think of is after a real drunk night at Wet Willie's, we made out in an elevator in front of some people, but I don't even remember that. Yeah. He he remembers. I don't remember because I blacked out, but. Yeah. But Mark, why you grab your face though? Why you grab your face? Because <laughs> there was a lot of shit that happened that night. Um, you reminiscing yeah. now, Jay? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it was just it, it was just one of those weird nights, and it was like, yo, we had the wrong combination of drinks. And, <laughs> too, and many too many shots of tequila. Too many tequila. Yeah, it was it was a wild night. But I, all I remember. I remember um, we were, we made it to the elevator. You know, it was like the parking deck elevator. And there was this, there was this white lady on just getting on with us. And I specifically remember for some reason, she just looked at us. She was like, y'all are about to do it, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> and it was oh like, it just happened. It just happened. It just happened. <laughs> I mean, 
Yeah, it, it wasn't too much, you know, other than that, but that was funny. I, it's funny. It, it's just, yeah, mm-hmm. that, that day goes down in our history. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. So I would have to say, I guess mine would be um, like leaving the club. Like me and my ex, we left the club one time and I guess we couldn't make it home. So we pulled over and handled business in front of somebody else's house. Oh, <laughs> Okay. You like that sometimes too, girl. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I couldn't make it home. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with little coffee. Okay. Mm. Let's see. The last one. Describe your idea of the best foreplay. Hmm. That's interesting. Who going first? We're going to let Marv go first because we we've been taking over. Mm. <laughs> My idea of the best foreplay is it can start with subtle hints, you know, earlier in the day. Like, you know, in my mind, you know, sex is, or the best sex, I should say, starts mentally and leads into the physical, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And just little little hints, little playful hints here and there. Um, and, you know, if that mood is set right, you know, it can just be, you know, playful taps, playful touches, you know, it doesn't always have to be, you know, laying in the bed, it could just be something that you just walking by the person and you just touch something here and there, you know, mm-hmm. um, it, it, it just in my mind is if you set that, that mindset, right, you know, anything happens. Mm-hmm. You know, from there. That sounds good. That sounds good, right? That sounds good, yeah. yeah. That was crazy. A lot of men have said that when they come on the show. Have you have you noticed that? They always yeah. say that it starts like during the day for them. Yep, during the mental. Oh, yeah. And then the little text messages or pictures and stuff. Yeah, that makes mm-hmm. sense. It's important. It's, it's, yeah. it's pretty important. And, and I, I, I don't know if... I think that women generally assume well and I, I guess you know everybody's not the same but you know I just I know I'm a mental I'm a mentalist in that sense like I'm, I'm really into the 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 seduction aspects of sex and their preparation for it and you know sensuality is important for me personally but you know some guys just aren't that's not their thing so mm-hmm. I can I can understand that yeah, right. I can I deal with that because like sex is mental for me. It's mental before it is physical. If you don't have me mentally, then it's like right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Answer is the same as out. Yeah. Okay. It's mental. Yep. Um, for me, let's see. I would say, yeah, I like the warming up the ignition before you actually put the key in the car too. Um, so starting like with the text and whatnot, flirtation, um, even like the massage with the hot oil or something, you know, some R&B music playing, yeah, and stuff and rubbing and touching and all of that. And then, yeah, yeah, I got that R&B though, you know, I'm a little, I love some music. I mean, I'll take some R&B, but you're doing that for me. Oh yeah. You want the fast music? <laughs> that is hilarious. And you want uh, you want some crump music though? <laughs> let me get my you know let me get my workout on. <laughs> that is so funny. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Let's get to today's topic. It's marriage and blended families. Yeah. Um, so for starters, we want to ask, how long have you two been together? 
We have been together since 2012, um, and we'll be celebrating our uh, eighth year wedding anniversary this September. Oh, I love it. It's really? total. total, yeah. Okay, okay. I yeah. So how it's long? So crazy. That's okay. crazy. Oh, Ashley was at the engagement party. And- oh, I'm like, dang, it was a surprise. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Look, we mm-hmm. want to hear the details on that, too. How you, uh, well, first, how, how long did you guys date before you actually popped the question? We were, we, we consider ourselves to have started, um, I'm going to say June 4th, June 4th, 2012. Uh-huh. That was the technical start date uh that we say we committed to each other um so it was may 18th when i um of what year of 2000 the next year 2013 my birthday i said my birthday if they're engagement yeah i was actually going to propose to her there was this this group this group that we met in um i was going to I was thinking I was going to do it. We had this humongous weekend party uh-huh. birthday set that was celebrating her birthday and two other friends of ours at the time. That was back in December 2012. So, I mean, technically, that would have been, what, six, seven months at yeah. that point. Yeah. But for oh, some reason, wow. I just didn't think that that was the right time. So okay. it, it it turned out that... He waited until his birthday My birthday, weekend. My birthday weekend. And okay. that, I decided to uh, to do it, but mm-hmm. I had yeah. Your birthday weekend, my birthday, but it was lit. <laughs> <laughs> he knew he knew he wanted to uh, put a ring on it. I like that. But you know what? Like I've always heard because my ex husband, his mom told me that a man knows within three to six months if they want to actually marry a woman. I've heard that too. Yeah, yeah. he told me that. You know it. You know it. It's, I mean, again, there are some people that that. They it takes a lot to peel all these onions, the layers of the onion, and, and figure people out. So I get that exceptions exist, but for the most part, I, I believe in that wholeheartedly. You know if that person is real, you know if she's true, and anything else is them like, well, maybe I got something on the side, and I'm I don't really want to mm-hmm. get rid of quite yet. Yeah, you're gonna know within a year at least. You know, you're gonna know. Oh yeah, oh yeah, like it, and then. Go Between ahead, the two of y'all, how many kids is it total? Three. Three. So um, my oldest, Sierra, she's 24. Then my son, Cameron, is 21. And then Marvin's daughter, Dayla, she's 15. So this year, they're all turning their pivotal ages, 25, 21, and 16. And 16. Oh, my God. Ooh, I better get the <laughs> money together. All right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I wanna I want us to do a family trip before they don't wanna be around us anymore. So we trying to that's already the case, but we trying to figure out like let's just do one more family trip together before y'all really don't want to go nowhere with us. <laughs> nice. I like that idea. How are they um divided amongst you? Like how did is it one and two or two and one or I two? Have two. Yeah. Yeah, I have the two and my past. I have one. The, the youngest. The youngest. Yeah. Oh, got the youngest. Yeah. <laughs> only one, only one biological child. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. So how did you guys like introduce, like at what point did you introduce your children to each other? 
How you know, do we do you that? Know what, you know what's crazy? I don't remember the specific day that we introduced them together. Was it when we went to? It could not have been when we went to vacation. No. Gosh. Um. Well, I'll say this. Why? Why she thinks of it? The first hey. time that I met her two biological kids was before we started dating. And it was uh, with that group I just mentioned, we all, I remember putting together a movie trip mm-hmm. and and she brought them along. So I, I physically met them, but not as, you know, who I was to be. I mean, we weren't even, we were maybe flirting, you know, at the time, right? Like, but we yeah. wasn't like, we wasn't looking at each other in that sense, but, um, I do not remember when we I used swear, to. I swear, I <laughs> swear, I don't. I remember when Marv met Cameron, met my son. So my son was 10 at the time. And on our very first date, Marv took me, we went to the <laughs> Anthony Hamilton concert. Yes. <laughs> and Marv came to pick me up. And you know, at that time, I had been single for, sheesh, maybe about five, six years. So my kids were not used to, you know, I didn't bring anybody around them. So Marvin came to pick me up and my son, 10 years old, he think he, he the man in the house. He <laughs> like, looked like, who is this nigga coming to pick my mama up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love it. I do not remember. I don't remember when we introduced all the kids together. That's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, me neither. I got <laughs> I thought about it. I was like, I wonder how long it took. Cause you know, like I was married, but I didn't have kids. He had kids. And yeah. then I, with my what? mom, mm-hmm. my mom and her, um, her ex-husband, I think we all kind of met after they got married. Cause like her, well, her old, his oldest daughter, I met her right before they got married and his youngest daughter, we met after they got married. Oh wow! Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't on nothing when he got married. They was like, "Boom, adios." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My mom, she would take a while before she would even like introduce me to the guys or whatever. But um, with her last husband, I remember meeting him and then meeting his kids like um, during the summer because they lived in California. So mm-hmm. they like planned a trip for us to you know kind of mingle and whatnot and get to know each other and stuff. So the vacation thing is a great idea. And then I remember us going to um like uh they had the Six Flags Great America or whatever they call it out there. Um, in mm-hmm. so cool. Oh, so y'all had a fun trip to meet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I also came from a, a blended family because my mom and dad were divorced when I was nine, but then my mom got with my stepdad when I was about eleven, and they got married when I was fourteen. But I remember all those years, like I couldn't. Damn him. Oh my. I, I, I did I, not know that. And I, that's, I'm similar because, you know, my parents got divorced when I was like nine. Yeah. And then my dad and my stepmom, you know, they got together, I think, when I was like 11, 12. And then they ended up getting married when I was like 13. Wow. So, same thing, Ashley. Yep, yeah. Same thing. Yeah. That's and I, I didn't, I didn't develop, thank you. I didn't develop like real love and respect for my stepdad probably until I was like in my early 20s. Wow. Really? It took that long? It took me that long because he, he first he tried too hard. Like I remember the first time my mom introduced me to him and he was trying to hand me money. Like he did that to me. (laughs) 
And you know, when they were, you know, when they were together, I remember I had begged my mom and dad to have another kid, have another kid. And my mother was adamant. I ain't having no more babies. I ain't having no, but when she got with my stepdad, she had another child. Uh, and that there. resentment was heavy. And wow. they my little sister so much. And I was like, oh, okay, I see how it is. So yeah. So it took me some time. It, it really took me some time to really love and respect him for the role that he played in my life but now that's that's my pops i, I love I him. Have a question so like did your blended family growing up prepare you for your current own blended family mm-hmm. it i think it helped me i think it helped me to understand you know some of the challenges that my kids had mm-hmm. um with you know me and marv being together and being married and trying to get marv to understand why like my son was a problem. He was a problem for many years. And I, I, I tried to get Marv to understand why he acted the way that he did. Marv and, and my daughter, Sierra, they like this, like she, she loves him to death, you know? And um, it's, it's, it, it was a challenge with me and Marv's daughter because me and her mother don't speak, we don't get along. So mm-hmm. trying to get through that hurdle and trying to bond with her, it, you know, it, it took some time. It took some time, but I, I think that my experience did help. Help me a little bit. You, what you think? You know, and I, you know, I overheard. You know, what you were saying I didn't, I didn't grow up in a blended family in the sense, in the sense of my mother never was with anyone that you know had a had kids to where they were around us. Mm-hmm. So, but I did have plenty of half brothers. You know, when we would go back to New York for the summers, you know, my my um, stepmother, obviously, she had kids, you know, my little brother yeah. and whatnot. But, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I think that the blended family thing, too, for me, was something I had to kind of grow into learn, you know, from, you know, from just from the ground up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't think I, I can say that I've had experience in it. It was just like, hey this is what you, you know, you kind of came into. So, you know, let's deal with it. Right. right. But it, to say to say that there's been challenges is putting it mildly, mildly. I, um, I, know, I know for me personally, um, with my mom, my stepdad, I mean, my dad and my stepmom got together. Me and my sisters gave her hell. Like, mm-hmm. it was terrible, especially oh, when she no. got pregnant with my little sister. Like, it was, the worst child ever. <laughs> but you, you were the oldest, right, Ashley? Right. I was the oldest. So that was, I was definitely probably like really, really bad. We were all terrible. And I mean, how, it didn't even How old were you then? How old were you then, Ashley? Um, they were, they got together when I was 11. But when I turned like 12, 13, that age. it was just really bad. And honestly, looking back on it, like my stepmom's not that much older than me. I mean, I think my stepmom is like, maybe 17 years older than me or something yeah. like that. She's not a, a huge, like, you know, my mom and my dad are way, like way older than me and then her. Right. But mm-hmm. looking back on, I can't think of anything that she really did wrong. Like we would come visit her every other Christmas, every other summer, they would come visit us. She would always take us shopping. She always kept me in like, I had iceberg, you know, but like, you know, I'm old, so I'm telling my age. Like she kept me in this diner. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, like you know, she kept me in designer. She would give me like her old bags and stuff, but it was like oh, it was wow. just the thought of my wow. mom and dad not being together. It was just like yeah. no, it's not working. Yeah. And so for the longest time, me and my sister didn't have a good relationship because of it. Because like my sister is 15 years younger than me, and we really did not have a good relationship. I think until I was grown and right. until I was a bonus parent because I don't call myself a stepmom so I was a bonus mom I was never I never understood but I really do feel like the relationship with my dad and his wife helped prepare me for being the bonus mom to my own because like me and my oldest bunk, like we have a perfect a great relationship right my stepdad it was kind of a little different because I lived with him so it's like I liked him but he definitely tried too hard to be my dad and that was mm. the problem and then like his youngest daughter never came around really, but his oldest daughter, she lived with us for a little while. So me and her used to bump heads a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So funny. Cause it's like, this also brings me back to like being single and with no kids and then dating people with kids. Cause I don't want to deal with that drama either. So it's like, <laughs> I, that's probably one reason why I don't try to do it. But I guess that age too. Cause that's then you're like in a teenage age. To not deal with it when life kind of is like everybody and their mama got kids you know what i, I mean just gonna say that. nowadays <laughs> it's like the new normal right That's the normal. like my sister and her fiance i tell them all the time like you guys are really really um blessed because both of them are going through their first everything together so they're going to the first marriage together they just purchased their first home together neither one of them have children so they'll be going through their like they're doing all of their first together yeah in today's um time that doesn't happen right no it doesn't (laughs) we me and marv we're in a uh marriage group and um on facebook we've been in this group for like maybe five years about five six years six years six years and there are so many married couples in there that's only been with each other that have all of their kids together no outside kids and i'm like y'all just don't know how blessed Make you are. A little envious. And I, I, yeah and i oh wow that like yo i'm i'm a little jealous of y'all because y'all ain't gotta deal with other baby mamas, baby daddies, y'all got y'all kids together. Y'all raised them from birth together. And it, it, it makes it easier. I think, you know, when you, when, when y'all, you know, y'all are together and y'all have all of your kids together, like blended families are hard. They are. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. And there's definitely, there's definitely levels to it. You Mm -hmm. know, everyone's situation, obviously being different. It it, is like, it's kind, of, it's kind of like, like you said, you know, where certain, this family is like this. And unfortunately, you know, a lot of stuff that you can't, it's out of the, the, the person that's in the relationship, your control on how right. the external person is, you right. know. But that has a tremendous effect on how the blended family operates. And unfortunately, you know, none of us are uber wealthy and we can't take vacations together to Milan, you know, <laughs> with the with the other, per, you know, it's like resentments, right. pettiness, and bitterness, and this mm-hmm. just especially weird. when yeah. you don't, especially when you don't get along with the, the other, other person, the other, you know, parent, right? You know, ain't, ain't no ain't no Will Smith Jada Pinkett thing <laughs> going on over here. No, no, no. <laughs> 
um, in the perfect world. <laughs> so right. one thing that I looked at, like my parents, even though they didn't necessarily get along, my dad was always welcome into my house to like our home for any kind of function. Like no matter my mom, my stepmom, they definitely didn't have the best relationship, but she still could come to the house even to this day. So that is my, so like my ex-husband, his mom and stepdad are still invited to his biological father's family functions. Like they invite wow. her before they invite anybody else. Oh, wow. And I kind of find it, it's the same. Cause like with me, his family invite me to everything prior to like anything. And people like people, when I get to dating people, they don't really understand. Cause they're like, wait a minute, you must yeah. be talking to him. And I'm like, no, but at the end of the day, we're going to always be family. So I keep that yeah. communication mm-hmm. because I don't want my kids to see like the vision among because at the end of the day we're all family and if he decides to be with someone it's like we have to embrace each other because we're still raising children together and that's like the outlook that i have on that that is that is so true i'm gonna tell you and and this isn't necessarily about the blended family but it speaks directly to your point my mother and my dad obviously you know they were together since they were you know teenagers and they broke up you know years and years later but to my eyes, I've never, number one, I've never seen them as a couple. You know, since I was a, since I was a kid, I've only known them to be separate. Mm-hmm. But they, I, I have never in my life seen them argue to my face. Like, I've never seen that. Like, I, I, I don't have a memory of them arguing. It is always a good, it is always a great time. It is always a welcome feeling it's always like, hey, your dad is coming by. We're all cooking. Everybody's coming by. Everybody's playing cards. Mm-hmm. And but it really shows just how important that visual is Absolutely. to kids. Yeah. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Like remember that even I remember as, I, as I'm, I'm in my 40s and that's that's mad important. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but, you know, Unfortunately, you know, some people don't seem to see that. Right. Because it's like a bunch of arguments. It's like me personally, my kids have never seen me and their father argue ever. And and as long as I have breath in my body, they will not see it. Like I I just don't play those type of games. Like I don't do the petty when it comes to my kids. It's like they're number one. Yeah. We're gonna see they don't see me. I'm not going to talk bad about him, like around them. I'm not going to argue with him around them. And he does he's not going to argue with me either around them. So it's like, we got that mutual respect and understanding with each other. So I feel like when you have that, yeah. you can move better when it comes to raising the children. Because at the end of the day, yeah. that's what it's about. That's what it's about. Did you guys have to discuss and set those boundaries like amongst each other? Or did you guys just both feel Never. that way? It wow. was just, it was just like the unspoken thing. Wow. We never, it's like we never sat down and said, hey, we're not arguing from the kids. It's just something that we never did ever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I can t- like I can count on one hand. We've never really had an argument in front of anybody outside of like a media family. Cause like right. that's something that's just something like I don't do. Like I don't, I don't argue with my household in front of people. Exactly. Yeah, so exactly. like to the world like when we got divorced everybody was like y'all getting divorced because like to the world we were perfect because i'm not arguing with you like i'm not her i don't do it in front of, i don't do that yeah yeah and you know i think in today's society where we are so much more cognizant of 
feelings and talking about things like that's stuff that we didn't always necessarily see back in the day because mm -hmm. I used to see my parents go at it like not physically but arguing you know crazily even my mom and my stepdad but it's like nowadays you know with, with our generation being different to where we encourage therapy we encourage people to co-parent you know you know, correctly and co-parent a better way. I think that a lot of kids nowadays benefit from that. Yeah. Still, it's still a lot of parents out there that still, you know, wild out and argue and stuff. But I think more of us are more recognizable of, hey, we got these kids that we still got to raise. We got to get together. Let's dead all the drama. If I want to argue with you, Billy ain't gonna see that. We gonna do this over here, and and that's a that's a that's a good thing. Well, you yeah. know, let me let me ask this real quick, and 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 this, that is definitely an important thing. There is, you know, on the on the on the contrast to that point, and I think that is a good thing. What do y'all feel in terms of not necessarily purposely allowing your kids to see that you argue, but is it not also important that they see you be real and work things out mm -hmm. because that, that's always, a great point. always that's a great point yeah now they'll definitely see us work things out but we talk it out in a um in an adult manner so it's like if if a b c d is bothering me i will address a b c d but it's not in an argumentative way it's more so in a communicate in a in a way of communication because i'm the type of parent like I don't hide things from my children. I'm a very open book with my children. Right. I don't want them to live the lifestyle of everything is all roses. It's not. We're going to have open communication, but you don't have, you can disagree with somebody without arguing. There's a difference. Right. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to raise them to the fact where they feel like everything has to be an argument because it starts at home and they take that from home and then they, uh, they apply that to their lives. Mm -hmm. Whether it comes with school, whether it comes with other friends, when it, when they get into the workforce, everything that you teach them at the beginning, they apply in the future. Yes, I agree. I don't want people bo bottling things up because then when they bottle it up, they explode. So then things yeah. may become violent or they see somebody lashing out and things like that. And you see that a lot with kids, like when they're throwing a little temper tantrums, you see Billy in the grocery store throwing himself on the floor and stuff. And where is he getting that from? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, we ain't gonna be out in public acting no fool. Not on my <laughs> and, that's the, and that's the one thing that I teach them: we we will not act a fool in public. So not. I wonder how that works in a blended household with you guys, as far as like showing discipline to the kids and each other's kids. You know, well, I never whooped my um my bonus kids, but well, I never whooped my bonus kids. Number one, I one of them she was kind of unruly, but I always let her dad handle it. And the other one, I hate to say it, but she was damn near the perfect child mm. like the oldest was damn near the perfect child like we had our um, times where you know things happened mm -hmm. um you know as she became older but me and her mom worked together because we were really really close like we worked together to overcome those obstacles with yeah. her and it was Sue sailing oh wow nice yeah. Um, yeah with us um so my so, okay so with my my two kids you know we're we're from buffalo so um my son's dad lives in buffalo my daughter's dad lives here but he's not a present dad mm. and cameron's father was in buffalo or whatever so 
when it came to discipline, when it came to Sierra, I, you know, it's, and, and Mom don't even put his hands on his own daughter. So it's pretty much understood. You ain't gonna put your hands on these girls. Yeah. We both disciplined her together though. When she would get up and cut up, we would both lay the punishments down together. We would both lay the restrictions and stuff down together. When Cameron, when my son was a teenager, he was a, can I cuss? Yes. Yeah. Sex positions and shit. Like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Right. Like. <laughs> nightmare. My, like, Cameron was a fucking nightmare. And oh, yeah. oh. it came to a point where Mar did have to lay hands on him. And even Cameron's dad said, you better lay hands on him to let him know that you the head of the house. Cause he was, a, you know, he a boy, he a big boy. Yeah. So yeah. I didn't have no problems with that at all. Um, as far as, you know, our youngest Dayla, it hasn't come to that point. Um, I, I, I will never lay my hands on her um, because I, I, don't, I don't feel that, I don't feel comfortable in doing that and I don't feel that that's my place. Right. Um, but, you know, Dayla, you know, outside of her being a typical teenager, you know, little smart mouth here and there. She hasn't really given us any any problems on discipline, so I, I I don't even see that. And that, but that is definitely a. I don't want to say is that is there's levels to all of this shit, right? Mm. Um, and depending on the particular scenario involved, where the the biological parent is involved, if they're not so much as involved, um who lives with who they live there in your house you know mm. all these different factors you know uh, are they matter mm. um and a lot of it also you know depends on when you enter that child's life yeah um uh i've, I've kind of grown to realize and recognize that you know physical discipline isn't necessarily the most appropriate discipline you mm. know like I, I can tell you right now, like I remember specifically one of the two, okay, two different things. Two of the most successful points of discipline in my mind that I remember laying down were one, removing the door off of his room. Yep. He hated. He hated, hated that. that. <laughs> Took the door off the, the hinges. hinges. You know, <laughs> Took the door off. Yeah, he tried to put a sheet <laughs> over the door. Uh -uh. <laughs> His privacy, you know what I mean? And, you know, because oh again, wilding out. And, you know, but I, I like to think that that was effective. Yeah. And one of the things that I know for a fact yes, was effective. I know what you're going to say. Let me tell you, when I entered their lives, obviously, Cam was like, what, nine? Cam was 10. 10, nine, 10, right? And, you know, <sighs> You know, he, he doesn't have, he didn't have a male presence around. So he didn't necessarily have a lot of the little, the little small things that, you know, boys, you know, did as far as what I was, that I grew into. Like, mm -hmm. I, like I was raised that, you know, men did the majority of the physical work, you mm -hmm. know, involved. And the specific thing that kind of I noticed was when Jay would come in with the groceries, she and Sierra and Cam would all get the groceries together, right? And um, so I, I, I saw that and I made it a point. I'm like, Cam, come on, me and you got the groceries. 
and Cam complained. He complained. He complained. And I don't remember what specifically what specific thing he said, but he said something that that kind of triggered me. Mm-hmm. And he flew off at the handle at me. I said, you know what? This is what we're gonna do. You gonna go, and we lived in a split level house at the time. We had to go on two flights, two of flights stairs. of stairs to get upstairs to the kitchen. And I made him take one bag of groceries, one item, one, <laughs> one at item time, at a time, at a time upstairs because oh he was in that stairwells and I helping. loved it. Huh? Yes, he was pissed. He was. He was Tell y'all now when I come from the grocery store and I'll call Cam, I'll be like, Hey, Cam, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling into the driveway, come get the groceries. That boy don't let me touch one grocery bag. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> it's good though. I'm, yeah. He'd be like, Mom, move, move, move. I got it. I got it. I got it. So I love it. that just shows that, like, that shows the difference because. Marv was able to see that hey it's not necessarily him being defiant but he didn't know the way because he didn't have that presence so Mm -hmm. he showed him like he guided him with the do's and the don'ts he just Mm -hmm. gave me a hard love so now he older he like "Uh, I got this mom I told him I told him I said listen you know, you we were getting, I said, you're going to hate me now. I, I was like, yo, you're you going to be mad at me. You're going to not talk to me around the house for the next two days or whatever. I said, but I promise you, when you are when you turn 18, 19, 20, whatever, you get older, I said, you're going to see it. You're going to yeah. And we, we're enjoying the fruits of that labor now. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, me and Cam are cool. We don't have no problems. We talk, you know, whatever. But blended families, just to bring it all back, you know, it takes that effort. It, mm-hmm. it takes it takes so much work, and it, and as long as the parents are, they work towards being on the same page, and 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 it being a sincere effort on both sides. Mm-hmm. It, it it at some point the kids will goddamn grow up. Okay, yeah. like yo, they gonna, they ain't gonna be little kids. No, they ain't gonna be little kids forever. And they're either going to realize that what you were doing is the best for them, or they're going to be like, you know, 23-year-olds and 15-year-old bodies. You know exactly. what I mean? Like, right. You know, Ooh, wait. You know yeah. it's, it's funny <laughs> you say that because, like, even though me and their dad is not together, he still instills, like, those things. So it was funny when you talk about the groceries because my son was, like, not helping with groceries, not taking the trash out and stuff. So I was just randomly talking to his dad about it. And he was like, uh-uh, we're not doing this. So he came here one day and he just sat down with him and was like, you know, me and mommy aren't together, but you still have to do the manly things around the house. And he, you know, kind of like walked him through it. You don't be playing them games, trash. He takes uh-huh. trash out. That's Even if you need nice help or something, heavy or something, he'd be like, mommy, you'll help me because daddy said. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. But Ashley, that you still can, you know, call Chris and have him come over and y'all can sit down and talk and work things out together, you know, because some kids don't see that. Yeah. Right. That's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I have a question, Jay. So yeah. how was your adjustment from going from single mom to having somebody to have your back and help you? Mm. It was tough. It was really tough. You know? And and I'm not going to see my face right now. She <laughs> leaned in. I'm, I'm going to pull the chair over and I'm just going to look at her like. <laughs> he can grab his face and he is holding it like, let me get this one out. Yeah. Now, my cousin is from Buffalo. She is headstrong. So I just want to know. 
it was tough, you know, and I'm gonna tell you probably for the first two, three years of our marriage, I still had the single mother mindset because I was so used to doing it all by myself. You know, like I didn't, I didn't think like, Hey, I got, I got a man here. He can help me do this, do that. Like it would be a couple of times and I'd be like, Oh, Cameron need a haircut. I got to go take one good his haircut. Marv like, uh, nigga, I'm sitting right here. I'm <laughs> gonna get his hair cut, you know. And one struggle that I had is just learning and and appreciating that. Hey, you're not doing this all by yourself no more. You got somebody here that you can lean on and that you you know you can vent to, but that's also here to help you with these kids because their daddies wasn't you know always present. Mm. So yeah, it, it was a struggle, and you know even with like friendships of mine, you know, a lot of my single friends, like we would be in these Facebook groups and we would talk about, you know, like issues that single moms and dads had. And I was always on the side of the single moms, always. And my friends would be high-fiving me. Yeah, girl, they don't understand it, blah, 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 blah. But when I finally got it into my mind, like, yo, I'm not a single mom anymore. I, I got somebody here. Then they want to say, well, you changed since you got married. You ain't the same no more. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I ain't supposed to be the same. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, change yeah. is not bad. Like, mm -hmm. you're supposed to change and grow. Exactly. And if your spouse can bring that out of you, he's like, you're his helpmate. So if your spouse can bring that out of you, then that's a good sign. Absolutely. Yeah. It took me, it took me some time to really recognize it and to, to appreciate it. Cause again, you know, when you're doing it all on your own, that's just what you used to, but I, I, I got it. I think I finally, you know, I finally got it now. Like I would feel um, like ashamed, like when my kids would act up or they would do something bad in school or do this, like I would hide so much from Marvin. Cause mm -hmm. I'd be like, Lord, he gonna be like, I ain't signed up for all this shit. And I, I told Marv a few times when Cameron was wilding out, I said, Marv, look, I understand if you want to leave. I understand because this boy is 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 a mess, and you ain't signed up for all this. You can leave me if you want to. I I get it. Oh. And he'd be like, you know, I'm built for this. This is this is what I'm here for. So you know, we we fought through it, but. I finally got to the point now where I'm like, you know, if, if and I mean, the kids is adults now, but I, I got to the point where if they were, you know, fucking up doing stuff, I feel comfortable to be like, hey, Marvin, guess what this little boy done did? Guess what this girl done did? Mm -hmm. I didn't feel many, many years. And that was a big point of contention with us because I kept a lot from him because I, I was ashamed because I felt like them messing up was a reflection on my parenting. And mm -hmm. I had to come out of that like, you know, Jay, you you raised these kids, right? You did the best that you could. You instilled okay. in them everything that you could. The yeah. decisions that they make are decisions that they make. Yeah. You know, so that that was tough. It's it's tough being a single mom. Mm. It really is. Ashley, I know, I know you can, I know you can attest. It is. Ooh, mm -hmm. It mm -hmm. is. Hardest stuff <laughs> ever. I'm over here uh, looking at it now. You got homework. It's a lot. It is, yeah. but hey. Yeah, when you got to work all day and then you got to come home and you got to flip your hat and then you got to <laughs> do a second job. You got to cook. You got to make sure they clean. Homework done. Room straightened up. Uniform iron. Yeah. 
Trust me. Hire a nanny. Y'all know somebody need a job. Oh my God. Yeah, that sounds like a lot. <laughs> it is. Job, sure. But it's good. It's good. Mm-hmm. But what advice would you give a new couple that's joining their families and merging them together? Advice that I would give a new couple um, that was joining their families, honestly, be at, okay, number one, the between the, the, the two parents, be as open and as transparent as possible that period that she mentioned, you know, between she and I, if we had, if we were more open to each other, me being more, more receptive to the things that he wanted to say, and she being more open to say those things could have saved us years of unnecessary stress. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but that's, that's an, in my opinion, that's an obvious thing. You know, everyone says communication is always an important thing and it's obvious. Or another thing that I would say, force them to do, force the kids to do things together. You know, even it, it, it's, it's kind of, it may come off as artificial, but especially if they're young kids, kids generally, you know, they, they, they are not going to hold certain grudges that we as an adults do, you know, you know what I'm saying? They aren't going to care that, you know, their mom is such and such, even though their mom may be saying little things. But if they like little Tommy that I go and play with, they're going to like them. You know, mm-hmm. I think that that's one of the things that I look back at earlier on in our relationship that I think that I wish that I had made it more of an emphasis on like, hey, I don't care if we all go outside and play fucking football, play games, do things to where you constantly interact to where it's not a thing of, hey, this person is foreign to you. Like, no, this is, this is, this is your sibling. This is, you know, they, they don't share the same blood, but you know, we're a family, we're a family unit. Make it a point to do things together. Um, I can absolutely see the benefit, the benefits, um, the benefits of doing that, that, that would be very beneficial. I feel. Those are good. Um, I would say what I wish that me and Marv would have done is we would have done premarital counseling Hmm. to really understand our different parenting techniques because we are similar in a lot of ways, but we we are mad different. And yeah, we are mad different. And in a lot of our parenting styles, some of those things do differ to where he he doesn't understand why I do and say the things that I do and I don't understand, you know, with him vice versa. So I think that, you know, when you get married, it's more than about love. It's way more than about love. You have to really see how your lifestyles, your parenting skills and things like that mesh. So I really think that we, I I really wish that we would have done that and even had family counseling with all of the kids together because you know, there were, there were periods in our kids' lives where they didn't really mesh with the other because, you know, my kids would, would look at, at, at Dayla, that's our youngest, and envy some of the things that she had, you know, or vice versa. So I, I think that if we would have had 
more family counseling and like Mark said to like doing stuff together that that could have helped more. That, that makes it really good. Mm -hmm. I never thought about the family counseling, but that 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 makes good sense. That's an excellent one because yeah, the kids can definitely bump heads and stuff. Thank God, like the uh, my um stepsister and brother were uh, very much younger than me though, and they lived in California, so it's like yeah. I didn't really have that issue. Yeah. But they got to force her to hang with me when she would come in town for the summers. And we had a big, big age barrier. So it forced her to grow up too fast. So yeah, yeah. I was like, why are y'all even making her go with me? <laughs> like she over here, right. wild. But yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, one, that's one thing, you know, and I, I remember because you said that, I mean, you think of a memory, you know, I remember being uh, a young, a very young teenager, like, 12, well, 12, 13 or whatever, and, and going to New York and being around my dad and his, you know, my stepmom and their kid and developing resentments towards the things that they had material, materialistic wise. Mm -hmm. But, you know, people back then, black, black families back then, counseling wasn't no, that, that wasn't something you did. Nope. You know? there wasn't any explanation for why, hey, why are you it guys, is what you know, is. why are you right. guys, <laughs> like, like, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. how is this? So, but you know, now we don't have a lot of they, they, those excuses, you know, nowadays these, these options are available to us, right? you know, but, but that's definitely a good point too. Definitely. Yeah. I love this. This was a great topic. Good job, Ashton Cole. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I want to thank y'all for coming on with us. And I do want to give y'all the floor if y'all did have anything else you want to leave the people with before we uh, cut it out. Go ahead. Um, I, like I said, you know, I, I, just to kind of revisit the, you know, the topic at hand, you know, um, hopefully everyone understood, you know, that um, blended families in general you know, there, there's, everyone's different and everyone, you know, situations and scenarios are different, but uh, open communication um, is important, mm -hmm. uh, very important to have. And um, um, gaining, you know, um, conversations from others that are in similar situations can very well be helpful too. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, but, but recognizing, you know, that your, your children um can be very you know in, impressionable at their ages depending of course on how how old they are right um but but yeah pretty much pretty much that's it i can think of yeah thank y'all so much thank y'all so much for coming on y'all right. <laughs> know the spiel y'all make sure to check them out um check out his photography as well and oh, yeah. thank you for following us, <laughs> um, be sure to leave a great rating, review, and subscribe and share it with your friends. Until next time, you guys. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you. This is face down as waiting for me. I'ma show you pretty ass up
Keep me craving it all night long 